Welcome back to episode six of the Nine More Boys podcast. My name is Mitch. Nope. <laughs> you fucked up bad. Didn't you? Yep, I did. All right. Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Nine More Boys podcast. Is it fifth or is it six? Six. Welcome back to the sixth episode of the Nine More Boys podcast. I got that one right this time. Yeah. My name is Tyler. I'm joined with Mitch. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. They were, are all linked down below. If you are watching on YouTube, if you are listening on Spotify or any of the other platforms, it is Nine More Boys across the board. Check out NineMoreBoys.com for some merch. I've got some new stuff coming up pretty soon here. Yeah, some, some top, coming through. Some, some top secret. We do have a couple orders coming through. Uh, first order, shout out to Katie, Mitch's girlfriend. Hell yeah. Thank you for that. Hell yeah. Much appreciated. It uh, it let us iron out some of the kinks that we had on the website, so yeah. everything everything looks to be good now. Yeah. Um, so she was kind of our our test subject, you could say. Yeah, pretty much. So we do really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's new, Mitch? Not much. Uh, same old, same old. But uh, I just want to say congratulations to the St. Louis Blues for winning their first Stanley Cup. Yeah, Actually, dude, longest awesome. drought ever. Yeah. First Stanley Cup. First in 54 years, I think I saw. Yeah. So, yeah, this was the longest drought that any team in the NHL has had. I think the Kings had the second longest, followed by the Washington Capitals. Right after that, because they never won a cup and they won last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this is a super cool story. Uh, the St. Louis Blues were under 500 coming in the year uh, 2019. I don't know if you knew that. They were like I, did not I believe know they that. were 15 and 19 and like three, or something like that. So yeah, they were one of the like last place teams in the league uh, at the month of January. Wow. Yeah. So this it's a long season. Talk about a talk about a turnaround. Yeah, and that's one thing uh, I like about the hockey season is it's you know the way I look at it is there's two teams. There's a regular season team. There's a playoff team. You can use these examples of Tampa Bay. Uh, Absolutely amazing year they had, but they got swept in the first round. So you look at them, and you also on the flip side can look at the St. Louis Blues, who did not have a good record by any means in the month of January, and they absolutely turned it around. Oh, what's up? And they absolutely turned it around. And this was, like I said, this was super cool to see because, uh, and I don't know if you saw the the story of uh, that one girl that has a disease, Lila. Oh, I I didn't really ever look too far into it, but I did see i saw it on twitter and then i saw a couple times last night when i was watching the game that they focused the camera on her but besides that i didn't ever really look too far into it yeah no this but, was this was a super cool story for sure uh did you know like what was wrong with her no or what what her condition was no so sorry um make sure i'm talking to the mic mitch yeah I can't I'm, hear you i'm sitting here i just want to make sure i have it right so i don't get it wrong um yeah, so she had a disease, and this disease, she's one of the 15. There's only 15 people in the world? Yeah, one of 15 people on the planet that have this disease. Um, she is suffering from a life-threatening autoimmune disease, and it says that... It's autoimmune disease? Does that mean that it's just like... It's called HLH, which is it's a super long word. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. I embarrass myself. It says which only 15 other children have in the world. Her love for the blues is like obvious and this girl so basically she couldn't she had a bone marrow transplant i think earlier in the year she couldn't travel anywhere so her travels were really limited so she could only go from her house to the hospital back and forth between there and uh then she got news that she was able to attend a st louis blues game yeah the the games when they were at home 
And this is super cool because they ended this up. This was a playoff game? It's a playoff game. Okay. And so she was finally able to go. And there was a video on social media the other night where there was her mom. And she said, hey, Lila. Um, something along the lines of we're going to Boston to go watch them play. Oh, in game you seven. know, I think I did see that. Yeah, so this was really cool. So she got to go see that. And uh, there was just a lot of cool storylines. I think she was probably the biggest one. It was, it was really neat to see because, um, you know, I think these guys really, I think she was part of the success that they had. And, uh, you know, it was really cool. And uh, like I said, it's just absolutely nuts. And there was a guy who put, I think, a $400 bet on the Blues to win the Cup in January. And they had one of the worst odds. And he won, I think, $120,000. Off of it, jeez. Uh, but one of the guys, his name's Pat Maroon. He is yeah. a, he's a St. Louis Blues uh, native. Like okay. he, he's from St. Louis, but over the years he's kind of been bounced around from team to team, trades, free agent signings, stuff like that. And he every time he got traded or he moved or he signed with a new team, he would go. But his family, so his his son and his wife would stay in St. Louis. Uh, and this year, I think he took a pretty hefty hometown discount because he just was kind of sick of being away from his family. So he stayed home and, you know, got to, uh, you know, be with his family, which was really cool. And he, I don't remember which game it was, but he scored a overtime winner, I believe. It was like either a game winner or an overtime winner. And his son was there in attendance and it was a super cool That's moment. Cool. And Pat Maroon had a really good thing with uh, this Lila girl. He was basically saying, he's like, yeah, like we're going to do this for you. You know, like you're part of this team. And it was just a super cool moment. And at the end, uh, when they they brought the cup out, she got to come out on the ice and she got to hoist the cup with them. That's cool. And it was just a super cool moment. Uh, and then we talk about some of the players that played absolutely insane. There was Jordan Benson, who was a rookie this year. Uh, he's like 24, 25 years of age. But for goalies, it's a little bit different because it's rare when they come in the league right away mm-hmm. and start. So he started in the AHL, but then he got called up. And this was right after, I believe, I could be wrong, yeah. but it was right after their coach got fired. Mike Yo got fired. Yeah. And then their intern coach came in and Bennington started, you know, making the starts and he was absolutely ice cold for most of the games. He got pumped for seven goals, one game in the finals. But, you know, I mean, you know, you got a bad game, but, yeah. you know, it, it happens. But this guy was a rookie this year in the NHL. Yeah, I was going to say, because I remember last night I was, when we were sitting watching it, I uh, I asked who the Blues goalie was because I'd never heard of him. Yep, and no, he was a rookie. nobody else knew either. It was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, like yeah nobody jo- really. Jordan Bennington, this guy is from what i've seen pretty cocky i I would imagine i mean i think that's an understatement uh but if i'm gonna be honest with you i would rather have it that way uh when i'm playing i would rather prefer my goalie to be overly confident sure i just i like it that way because then you know they're gonna be good in that and then you know and it's absolutely nuts and it was a funny thing because when the bruins were on their stretch and they were winning a lot of games and rask was playing out of his mind they asked Tori Krug, they said, uh, you know, have you talked to Rask lately about his, you know, what has he been like since he's been performing this well? Krug's like, I haven't even spoke with him in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So like the goalies usually for the most part will stay to themselves. Goalies are always kind of a different breed. But this guy was, uh, there was an interview too where it said, oh, are you nervous? I think it was for playoffs. And they were like, are you nervous for making the start? And he's like, do I look nervous? And they're like, no. He's like, there's your answer. Um, so this guy, he's just ice cold. And uh, he, there was a quote by uh him and it was one of his teammates edmondson he uh you know quoted him in a tweet where it said bainton was like yeah i spent six grand for tickets so my family could come he's like i'm not gonna lose like i'm not gonna be out six grand just to lose yeah so like it was just kind of sick so 
But yeah, that guy was an absolute insane story. Ryan O'Reilly was there. Uh, he was a consummate winner, which means he was the MVP yeah. of the Stanley Cup Finals. This dude, I think, had a goal in four straight games in the finals, and the last person to do that was Wayne Gretzky back in the 90s. So you can tell that's obviously a great performance from him. I think he ended up with a total of 24 points in playoffs. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly had a goal and an assist. Yeah, so he played absolutely insane out of his mind. Uh, he ended up being in Buffalo last year, and he ended up in St. Louis this year. So uh, he absolutely turned it on. He is a great hockey player. He's completely underrated. He's a nice guy, too, which is what I like to see. Uh, he was being interviewed at the end of the game, and he uh, you know, he cursed out. Actually, he was just so excited. I mean, the dude won the cup, and he's like, oh, how's it? He's like, oh, fucking me. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like He kept apologizing a bunch, and people were like, oh, yeah. That's a typical Canadian just apologizing over and over. Yeah. But, but yeah, so he's just a good guy, and he's one of the most underrated players in the league. He's one of, you know, if I could build a team, I wouldn't say around him, but he's one of the key pieces I would want because he is an amazing center. He's a great two-way player, great face-off guy. Uh, so he's just one of those guys that you want. But it was absolutely super – it was just super neat to see this. St. Louis Blues really had a great story. Uh, Boston, you know, I was happy with Boston because they uh, absolutely destroyed the Hurricanes, which – I kind of got my revenge, so I was happy with Boston. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you I, didn't want the Hurricanes to win. No, why? They're annoying. Well, well I know, but I, they were the worst team in the league forever, and then out of nowhere, they're just nasty, dude. Their their Twitter, I don't know. I'm a, I don't know if I get it. Their Twitter is so annoying. Their Twitter's <laughs> annoying. Well, their just don't fans, follow them. Their fans, I don't. They just people retweet them. Yeah, and I'm like, I might just mute them, but I'm not like that mentally soft. <laughs> so like i see their tweets they're annoying their fans are annoying because they're a bunch of uh, don cherry said it right and usually i don't agree with don cherry because i think he is he's just a guy that makes a lot of just really dumb takes and you know yeah. he's just one of those guys where he says dumb shit and it gets attention but he called uh he called them a bunch of jerks and they made their the team the organization made shirts that just had a bunch of jerks on them and that was like their big thing that they kind of wrote off of the whole I, season i do remember something about that like didn't they change their name on twitter or something to like big jerks or yeah big jerks like and and um don cherry one time was like he his response to them doing that he's like yeah like i'm not even mad about it he's like in all reality the st louis blues or the excuse me the hurricanes fans are just a bunch of front runner fans like they didn't have all these fans like last year like they're just bandwagons yeah so he's like i'm not even upset but he's like i'm just calling it how i see it so there was that, but yeah, they they beat the Capitals in the first round, so you can obviously understand why. Um, oh, and then they were, uh, and then the Hurricanes Twitter was just being absolutely annoying yeah. on Twitter when they won. O'Reilly was the leading scorer of the Cup final with nine points, five goals, four assists, and finished tied for the most points in playoff in the playoffs with twenty three, eight goals, fifteen points, with Bruins forward Brad Marchand nine goals, fourteen assists. So yeah, he That's absolutely crazy. he went off, and it's just like it, I mean, I was happy for him because they got to win a cup. But uh, we can talk about. Do you remember David Backus? Do you remember him? Yeah, he's from he's a Minnesota boy, but he was captain of St. Louis, and uh, I believe they either traded him. Does he play still? Yeah, he guess who he plays for this year? Who the Bruins? Ah, he was the captain for them, and then he ended up I think he was getting traded or signed to the Bruins, and um, he was a healthy scratch in Game Seven. And he oh, watched you know his old team win that. the cup. I yep. did hear he that. He watched his old team win the cup. And uh, that one's probably got to cut deep for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, it's absolutely just nutty because they. I just think it's so funny because that's the cool thing about hockey is it's a long season. Anything could happen. 
And you can obviously see some surprises, but I think nobody saw this one coming with the Blues. I mean, look, they fired their coach. They were below 500 coming into the yeah, year. And they're playing Boston. They played Boston. They played They played some good teams to yeah. the finals. They played the Sharks. They were good. They yeah. played the Jets. who was They were one of my picks to get to the Western Conference Finals. My bracket, by the way, was absolutely destroyed. My bracket was so bad this year. <laughs> and I think it was in the same boat with a lot of people as well. But, uh, you know, I could, I could talk on and on, but like I said, that's uh, great news for them. This is pretty cool. Rask allowed more than three goals in a game for the first time since game four of the Eastern Conference. First round against Toronto Maple Leafs on April 17th. So that ended a streak of 19 games allowing three or fewer goals. Yeah. Well, Rask was also, during the playoffs, he allowed was, two goals on four shots in the first period. Yeah. Rask, as you could say, you could use an analogy that he was uh, harder than bird shit on pavement. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one before. Yeah. So that was, he, but yeah, so he turned it on in the playoffs, too. He was... If they would have won the cup, I think he would have been my pick for their Conn Smythe winner. Yeah. But that was, you know, that was that. But O'Reilly put up his mind. Bainton played better. I mean, their guys just played. The Blues just outplayed them for the most part. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was kind of funny because uh, Big C, he bandwagoned the Bruins. And he sent me a picture before the game of him wearing a bunch of Boston stuff. I saw he sent me a snap last night. He was wearing a Bruins jersey yep. and a Blues hat, I think. Oh, maybe he was. I don't know. But I yeah. think that's what it was. Yeah. So he's well, he's just like, yeah, I was right. I picked the right team. Big C, you're so goofy. Yeah. I know you're listening or watching. I don't know where you yeah, where you where see you're our sitting. podcast, but he's sitting in the chair. But yeah, so yeah, you're goofy. He uh, and then you got to feel bad for uh, Garrett Namble. True. Yeah, Jake was not happy. Yeah, I'd be pissed. But oh well. I mean, he's got to see him win a cup before. I remember I was like about to. Well, I might have gone to the bathroom. Did you see? Uh, did you see Dave? Do you follow Dave Portnoy on Twitter? Yeah. The Barstool president. Yeah. Did you see his video after they had won? He's eating he the popcorn. Just, he was just eating the popcorn. He's just like. Mmm, mm. He's like, wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's pretty funny for that. sure. Yeah. No, he's he's absolutely hilarious. But uh, what what was I saying again? I have no Before idea. Before you were an asshat and interrupted me. Well, you've been talking for, we've been recording for 15 minutes and I have said maybe 20 words. Yeah, I can just talk and talk and talk. That's, uh, you know, it could be a talent or it could be a uh, the exact opposite where it's just There was something on, on this article that I wanted to, to read, but no, I forgot. Um, no, I'm not going to be able to find it. Yeah, so I mean, we we talk about just how amazing uh, this run was, and uh, like I said last year when I was watching the Capitals playing, they were in the finals, right? You got it. So here's the thing with Washington. So by and Mitch now, is a little bit of a bandwagoner. This is true. So, Do you remember in high school when you your mom went to L.A. and got you an L.A. Kings hat, and then all of a sudden you're just an L.A. Kings fan? I was. No, yeah. was I? Yes. They were pretty fun to watch. I think it was one of those things where oh, I just liked no. good hockey. Go. Hey, I just I like watching good hockey. So you know they were kind of a wagon at the time, but uh, but the Capitals. Funny story on how I kind of started watching them was because uh, you know I, growing up from Minnesota, I was a Wild fan, still am. But I was kind of thinking like to myself, well, you know they're in the West. You know I kind of want to like a team from the East. I, I don't know why I thought this or how you know what made me think this way. But this was right when Ovechkin got drafted. So, perfect timing. So, I've been a fan of them for probably since 08, 09. Yeah, I think 08, I've been a fan of them. And I, what I will say about them is what makes it so frustrating, uh, being a Capitals fan, and Capitals fans can relate to this, is 
the Capitals have been pretty good for a good a lot of years. Like the past ten years, they've been pretty good. What the problem with them is that they've been good, but they've always underachieved. There's always the joke where they lose in the second round, and then that's it. Their season's done. You know, it's like, oh, here comes yeah. another second round exit. Yeah. So this year I was, or like last year, I was so nervous, dude, because they played Pittsburgh and they just won two cups in a row. And I'm sitting here like sweating bullets. I'm like, dude, they got to play Pittsburgh. Like they've yeah. never gotten past the second round. Like what's going to happen? They ended up doing it. And now it's like they were kind of rolling and then they beat Tampa in game seven. Yeah. Uh, and I think they they beat them. I don't remember what the series was. And then they went on to beat Vegas. And I remember I was absolutely, I was, I was so excited because that was the first cup they won. And I got to see it. And it just sounds like, I mean, you wouldn't really get it if, you know, you're not really a sports fan, anything like that. But I was like telling myself, I'm like, dude, if they lose this series, I'm going to go in that bathroom and I'm going to blow my brains out. No, you would not have. No, I, I wouldn't have. But I was like, oh, dude, imagine like you get so excited and you go that I far. actually was, I was actually rooting for Vegas because I thought that would have been sick. Their first year in the league. I would have been so mad. I would have been so pissed. Even though I feel like, I feel like a team should almost be nasty when they're brand new because they get they get to pick what was it like was it one or two people from each team they could pick okay to be fair to be fair these players were teams like they basically just gave them away these were right. bottom tier guys right the only exceptions that you could maybe make was flurry because they yeah. had murray who just won two cups right and who was younger so it's like okay like, what do you do i mean you right so it's like, you know, you're going to lose a good goalie either way. So they just were like, okay, we got to go with the younger option, which is what they ended up doing. And so they got him. And then that was basically... Who did they get from from the wild? I cannot So if you... I don't know if you remember this, but they... Because you only can protect certain players. I think it's 10 players. So you can do uh, like seven forwards, 3D, and one goalie. You can do like seven forwards and 4D and no goalie or something like that but the wild had a lot of assets and they were a pretty deep lineup so uh chuck fletcher ended up going to vegas and he just said hey look because stall just had a 40 goal season remember yeah and he's like look if you don't take stall we'll trade you Tuke and holla mm-hmm. so we'll give you two players if you don't take him and that was like an agreement they made so they traded holland Tuke to vegas so they were the minnesota guys that were on the team Tuke, I don't remember. Alex Tuck, Alex Tuke. I don't remember him. Yeah, so, and he actually played great in that, that year in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, so with the Wild, it's kind of, you know, it, they're just been kind oh, of. Speaking of the Wild, I don't mean to cut you off, but did you um, did you hear that Mike Madonna is coming back to assist, uh, who is it, Leopold? Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Leopold is the owner, awesome. the GM of the of the Wild. Right? Yeah, no, that's pretty sweet. You, so you heard about that? Where yeah. he's coming back to assist. So hopefully we don't make some bonehead trades like we have in the past. Yeah, and I mean, when I'm looking back on these trades, they're they're garbage. They they talk about. I wouldn't say that because they they the trades that were made sucked at the time, and they kind of suck right now. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, getting rid of Coil. I don't mind that because... What about Niederreiter? Niederreiter I was pissed about. Okay, that's fair. Because I, I actually really liked Niederreiter. I thought he was a really good player. Coyle, he was just... I think we were paying him too much money and he just wasn't really performing. Yeah. It's the classic... It's the classic 
trade somebody from the wild and they start playing good type of story because then he started playing for the Bruins and he was playing really well. Yeah, well, the, the Bruins are his hometown team. He's a Boston. He's a Massachusetts kid. Yeah. So it was kind of cool for him. The Coyle trade I didn't mind because Coyle obviously got to go to a place where he was happy, so I'm happy for him. Got to play in the finals. And then we got Ryan Donato, who's a young kid. He's he's a good player. Um, pretty good. You know, he's all around pretty good average player. He's cheaper right now, obviously, so that clears up cap. And then um, we traded Granlin for Fiala. Yeah. little backstory on him. I don't know if you know I liked Granlin, too. That's, I liked Granlin, too. Uh, but Fiala, he is 22 years of age, so he's kind of around our yeah. age. This guy is a speedster. Yeah. He's, he's fast. He is, he is pretty good, and I think he'll continue to develop. So, And he's going to be on, He's going to get his first contract now, so it'll be cheaper. Sure. So you get him, so you're getting a little younger, and you're getting a little faster. But yep. the, the thing with Niederreiter I didn't really like about that trade was uh, we got Victor Rask, who I think he's a good player, but he needs a skating coach. He's not a good skater. Yeah, he didn't really perform after we got him. No. Like everyone was saying, like, oh, he's going to be, you know, it'll be a good trade because he's a good player, but then he didn't really and perform. It, and it didn't really free up too much cap either with, right. that, with that trade. So I was kind of, like, iffy about that. But And it sucks for Groundland because I liked him, and he went to Nashville, and he's going to be a free agent next year. And now he – and he, I think he underperformed in Nashville. I mean, you got to understand the circumstances, too, where it's like, you know, his son was just born, and he had to, you know, he had to move yeah. and go play in Nashville with a new team. It's, it's completely new for him. So, I mean, you got to understand that, too, but it's just as unfortunate for him, and I hope he does get a good tr- or a good contract coming up. But, you know, that's what you got with him. Uh, but, you know, you, you just kind of, like, look at these, and, you know, they're getting younger, and they're getting faster, which is where the NHL's going. You look at these yeah. teams that are... Well, you look at, like, the Oilers. They did, like, the... Um, they went through the rebuilding phase where they were terrible because they had all these young guys. They're still terrible. Well, but last year they weren't too bad, were they? They made the playoffs. Or are you talking about like this year? Um, I don't know, but I know that they were going through a rebuilding phase, and then they were actually pretty good. To, as of this, as of right now, two seasons ago they went to the playoffs, and this year they missed it. Drysaddle and McDavid both had a hundred points, yeah, and they McDavid missed. just nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. So Tyler's got a phone call. So let's uh, which we shift to, which we shift to. So we'll we'll keep talking on that point. Uh, the wild, like I said, they're just trying to get younger and faster. Uh, and that, you know, you can look at it from, uh, you know, like from a GM standpoint, where those trades kind of sucked at the time. But they, uh, you know, they. I, this is this is weird. This is weird to me. I've never had to just do this on the fly before. Uh, but yeah, this is what we got right now. But no, I mean that's that's a pretty cool story for sure. With uh, I mean it was just it was a good hockey season. Let's just talk about that. Uh, since Tyler doesn't really know much about sports, like we can talk about uh, football. Should we? Oh no no no, he's back. All right, we're not we're not talking about football now. Look at that, dude! You just left me out to dry, and I looked like an idiot. I'm sorry, you know, you got to take care of business when business uh, business arises, you know? Yeah. But. You were talking about football? Well, I was. I was about to, but. I'm going to delete that. No, I'm kidding. I was about to, but you're back now. But, I don't know. How many, what's the update for our uh, minutes here? Yeah, 25 minutes already. 25 minutes if you're tuning in, and I just basically talked that whole time yeah mitch basically did um for those of you who forgot i'm still here yeah you are still here um so 
I was on Twitter this morning and I saw that hashtag impeach Trump was trending. I know that uh, that you would enjoy Trump. I don't mind Trump. Like you try to explode me like that. Now I'm gonna get death threats now. Yeah, now we're, so we just lost half of our viewership, but um, do I don't know. I didn't really see what exactly what it was all about, but. It was something like people saying that he broke the law or something, or he's going to break the law. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like people are taking, like, he's been in office now for what? This is his second, or his third year? His third year now? He got elected in 2016. Well, yeah, he got elected like, in 2017, technically, or he got, or he got inaugurated. inaugurated in 2017. Yeah, okay, so he's been president for two years, almost three. And I feel like this entire time, all that anybody really cares about is just trying to get him impeached. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like they're just wasting they, so they much. They always try to do that. I mean, it's just like, I mean, people are the same thing with Obama. They want him. Yeah. It's just if you don't like the president, you want him whatever. out of there. But, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. That's politics. That's it. That's all that, uh, that's all that we're going to talk about politics because we don't want to lose half our viewership. So no, I mean, I just don't want to. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to, to mention that because I thought it was kind of funny. Um, so I just showed you this before we started recording, but there there's a security camera footage that is circulating the internet pretty rapidly, and I've seen it. I've seen it on Twitter a couple times. I saw it on Facebook a couple times. I saw it on YouTube. It's on the trending page now. I think it was a, a out of Colorado. It's a security cam clip. That's only 10 seconds long. That looks just like an alien. Or how you would think an alien would look, yeah. Or how you'd think an alien would look. Like the long arms, the weird head. Like. Yeah, and the super, like, super skinny, like, like figure. Mm-hmm. But then, like, big feet and, like, this weird shaped head. Yeah. And, like, walking really weird. Like, yeah, it was super, weird. like, like, um, it's kind of like, what the hell would you call this? Like, duck feet, like, where your feet are sticking way out. Yeah. You know? And just, like, kind of stomping and, like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. The first couple times I watched it looked just like an alien. But then I heard that, or I saw that some people were saying that it's just a kid with underwear on his head. Because it's black and white. It's in the middle of the day, or it's in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about that. I mean, okay, let me let me frame it this way. Do you think aliens are real? Yeah. Okay, so I do too. So, in my mind, I think it's an alien. But it could just be a whole hoax, too, you know, yeah. just to try to get popularity and get something into the, into the media. But it was funny because the, the video that we were watching, they had like that radio clip where somebody called in and said they wanted to they, that they should form an alliance. Yeah. Like, what is an alliance going to do? Yeah. It's like one alien. And then they're like, oh, it just walked into the field across the street. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's still in there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird, dude. <laughs> No, but yeah, I definitely think aliens exist. I mean, you got to think about, think about, kind of dial it down a bit. Think about the ocean. Think about how huge the ocean is. Well, I think it's... And it's, think of all the things that are in the ocean that we haven't even discovered yet. Yeah, it's, um, I'm blanking on the word to use, but it's like, um, I want to say like narcissistic, but that's not really the word that I'm looking for. Ignorant? To think, ignorant, yes, thank you. It's, it's ignorant for... For humans to think that we're the only, you know, besides obviously animals and fish and shit, but we're like the only like 
human-like people on this in this entire world. Like you yeah. got to think of how big the world, you know, the mm-hmm. the Milky Way and the galaxies and whatever. There's just so much shit out there that we just cannot even explore yet because it's just unreachable. It you know? seems like endless. Is it, it endless? Really, it, I think it is endless. I mean, but it just, really just is. Just think about that, though. Like, I know. It's weird. And then you have, I don't know if I have the words right, but think of all the different galaxies, or like in the galaxy, and think of all these different sets of solar systems with their right. own sun and their own, you know, planets. And like, like for example, our solar system. Yeah. There's other ones out there. Right. So like, Matt, like it's kind of hard to think that there's, you know, maybe like, it's not like how we picture it in our head where it's like the ends t- with the long like arms green and, and wrinkly. Yeah, and maybe it's like just like an animal looking. I mean, it's right. You know, you, it, I, it's hard to say. I do know. And I might get roasted for this and I don't know. You don't follow many conspiracy theories, do you? OK, so I'm just going to put this out there. I don't know if I believe 100 percent of the conspiracy theories, but I think I find them very, very interesting to yeah, watch. Yeah. And I was watching one on Area 51, which is like the most, I feel like it's the most heavily guarded base in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, they, there's no aerial footage of it yeah. on Google Maps. Like, it's completely blurred out. You cannot go within like 50 miles of it. Or I mean, there's like literally security guards there that are trained to shoot if you cross a certain line. When we were driving down to Vegas for that showcase, because yeah, it's right over there. I mentioned that. Yeah. You can see like, tower or like the towers and stuff yeah or like you know watch towers like you can see them out of the distance and there's like and it's um, like very 51 kind of near you and it's yeah like, oh, shit and it's like a very strict no fly zone because i watched a video of just like a single pilot and like a like a just a little like single engine plane you know flying by himself and he was recording it as he was flying towards area 51 and then as he got closer and closer air traffic control started threatening him saying that they were going to, like, shoot his plane down and, like, all this kind of stuff because mm. he was getting too close to Area 51. Yeah. And I know that that's where, like, a lot of our fighter jets come from, but I feel like it cannot be that top secret if it's, if all they're building is fighter jets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, they're, the one of the conspiracy theories is is that years and years ago, I think it was, like, in the early 70s maybe, there was... um an unexplained crash somewhere in the United States. I'm blanking, but it like created a huge crater, but there was no meteorite. There is no like sign of just like a meteor falling from, you know, from what's the difference between a meteorite and a meteor. I don't remember. I have no idea. Well, yeah. So it's, but it's essentially just rock falling from the sky. Yeah. But, and there was no signs of that. And apparently that they, like they had found, um, like, it looked like a spaceship had crashed. And anyways, the conspiracy theory is is that they have aliens at Area 51. And it, it stretches a little bit far, saying that they've got some in, like, like, these tanks to keep them alive. And they interact with them and do tests on them and stuff like that. I don't know if that's quite the case, but... You ever see, like, the movie District 9 or... Uh, what's what's the movie I'm blanking? It's like got Will Smith in it. Maybe oh, that Independence is. Day. Yeah, there's Independence yeah. Day. I I have watched it. that. That's actually a good movie. Yeah, Will Smith movies are great. I love Will Smith. Speaking of it, Aliens, there was this one movie 
I don't remember when I watched it, but I feel like there was hardly any talking in the whole movie. It was like a two-hour movie. It just came out recently, like maybe a year ago, where you... There's like this weird, like sil- like this squared off, like granite rock, I guess, that falls from the sky, mm-hmm. and you have to wear spacesuits to go up into it. And then on the other, on the other end, so you're like crawling up like this. It's like a piece of glass, and there's like these weird, like alien tentacles that like sign out different things. And it's like this whole movie about how these scientists go up there and are trying to communicate with these. It, by far the weirdest movie I think I've ever watched, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it was called, and I don't—I honestly don't know what it was about either. Yeah. But that's like one that's has aliens. But anyways, I—I I don't know. It's interesting that to think, um, that they would guard something so heavily if all they were doing was building fighter jets. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. For I don't sure. know. Yeah, but do you think uh, how many minutes are we at? Thirty-three. Well, we've only got one more topic, and then we'll be done. So, um, I was listening to a podcast on the way home today, and I heard, and I don't know how I missed it, and you missed it too. So we're a little bit out of the loop, apparently. Mike Posner is walking across the United States by himself. Posner is a Posner. I think it's Posner. It's like. That's what I said, the didn't Posner's, I? Like... No, no, I think it's Mike Posner. Isn't it? I mean, it doesn't matter. That's besides the point. Anyway, Mike keep talking. Posner. Yeah. Posner. Okay. Anyways, he's walking by himself across the United States. He's a month in and he's only made it 320 miles. Yeah. So he's one-tenth of the way. So it's going to take him an entire year to walk all the way across, but he wants to do it for like some spiritual reason or something yeah so i don't know that's yeah. kind of crazy that's you gotta pull some uh forrest gump shit yeah he literally <laughs> looks like forrest gump too he's got like, like he? long shaggy hair yeah that's funny like when for- forrest gump ran for ever how many days do you think that would take to months walk? months to walk across the united states yeah. well if he's he's been it's he's one month in and he's only made it 320 miles it across like cross country, it's like over three thousand miles. It's probably a year. So at least ten months if he stays at the current pace. So yeah, I mean, really, with with stops and you know weather and everything like that, probably take him a full year to do it. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. That's mm-hmm. uh, I mean, good for him. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. I I wouldn't do it, but yeah, I wouldn't do it either. But. That is going to do it for the Nine More Boys podcast. Mitch, you want to sign us off? Yeah. Uh, Nine More Boys, go follow us on everything. Instagram, Nine More Boys. Facebook, Nine More Boys. Twitter, Nine More Boys. We've mentioned before, it's all the same. Follow our Instagrams. Uh, mine's MitchWeb98. And then yours is... Uh, uh, Twitter? Instagram and Twitter. Mine's the same for everything. Oh, well, my Twitter is at I'm Tyler Monty. And there's mine. And then what's your Insta? Instagram underscore Tyler Montgomery. Now, was that so hard? No. Okay. So it wasn't so hard. That, that's I, I'm our sorry I wasn't media. listening. I was thinking because... No, you're good. Um, I want to I just mention, download the Anchor app on your phone. It's spelt just like a, like a boat anchor. And find our podcast and follow us on there. 
that is the the platform that we post all of our podcasts through and they have a a cool new um i guess you could call it a tool where you can send in voice messages that then we can answer on the podcast i know i'm setting ourselves up for for maybe some not so great messages but i think that'd be really cool to try to incorporate in um in some of the future podcasts yeah that'd be fun so it's super easy. It just shows up on our end. It's got everything built right in. So you record it on the app. You send it to us on the app, and then we can listen to it on the app. So it just makes everything nice and easy. Yeah. Check out nimoreboys.com. Uh, Bud Light, please sponsor us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We are now at 20 subscribers, so we're blowing nope. up. We're at 30 subscribers, so we're blowing up. Yep. Doubled. Yep. All right. And uh, that'll that'll do it. Yep. All Thanks right. for listening. Bye.